What? What? Yeah! Brothers, 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 brothers. Oh, yeah! It's me, Austin! Awesome! It doesn't matter what you think! I lie! Oh, you didn't know? And I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. See? I just didn't stand! You just made the list! Bam! Welcome, welcome, welcome to the WWG on Wiggle 91.1 FM. You hear that spin? They're back where they belong, baby. I am your host and reigning defending undisputed WWGL champion Logan Hurston. And I am, of course, joined by my co-host, the killer, Cooper Prater. I stand before you a humbled man. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Logan. Woo! You're truly the best man. Let's go. I also have Noah, the natural Phillips. Best man? I think you should direct that comment at me, good sir, but... Logan, get ready, because I'm taking those time. All right, all right. And, of course, our very special guest, the awesome Alex Houston. Very special because I'm still the only one that hasn't won those belts. But I promise <laughs> I'll treat them with care, because clearly none of you guys have been kind enough to give it a little WD-40, because, good Lord, that spin is getting, well, a little old, a little crotchety. But, oh, you know, that just shows history, big dog. That, that's true. That You it's know, I didn't like, think of it that way. It's like the um, New Japan U.S. title. It just got more and more busted <laughs> exactly. up as time went on. Right, right. Um, Thankfully, somebody, we have a spare back home. We just need that's somebody true. to take a hammer to it. <laughs> just whoosh, whoosh. That's true. Kim would have a heart attack if that happened. I think she'd kill me and then have a heart attack. It's a sequence of events. Sequence there, you of know events. I mean? But if you don't know, you know what today is. WWEGL number 50, Big Five O. Somehow... Of all the podcasts I've done, this is the one that's made it to 50 episodes. <laughs> um, literally, me and Noah were talking about today, and we're like, I don't know how we got past five. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Like, we should have been axed episode two. Like, yeah. We should not have been allowed to do this anymore. They should have cut us, got us out of the programming, uh, took our stuff out of the imaging, stuff out of Dad. They should have never let us do this. We really hit our stride with episode 48, you know? Um, <laughs> right. that makes sense. I think I'm when sure. Cooper hit, that's when we really hit our stride, and you know, other stuff happened. But uh, fifty episodes, boys, how you feeling? I feel terrible. We're almost we're almost caught up to through the lens already. That's wait, yeah, we're we are at um eighty, so you got thirty more to go. Oh, we'll definitely reach. That. Well, I mean, no, you will. But almost is relative. Almost is relative. You're you're sixty two percent of the way there. Which Coop- you've been on the majority of these episodes. How are you feeling? Yeah, I think it's it's between me and you. Yeah. Uh, for I don't know. Noah's around. been on. I think Noah's actually been on the most. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because you because took, I've you missed took quite a like few breaks, three or four. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been of, here though. <laughs> Noah's only missed like two or three. It's. A, it, I mean, we're about even. You've missed a couple because I mean you weren't on like every one at the start. Um, yeah. And stuff like that, but like you're not that far behind. Right. Um, not like Alex over here. Hanging <laughs> on like a leech, I am, man. <laughs> just wait. One of these days, I will take those titles. You're like Kofi Kingston in the Royal Rumble. You just never let go. <laughs> exactly. That's uh yeah, exactly. And people are gonna remember me for it, like Kofi, right? <laughs> like right. Kofi. Right. Until the year you you botch it, and then it's never done again. That's true. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. As the as the first add-on uh, host, um, uh, officially. Um, I am, uh, happy that, uh, I have not been kicked off for being a <laughs> smug, uh, no. pretentious idiot. Let's about, be honest, let's vote. Like, Who do you stuff. think would be kicked off first out of the four of us in the room? Out of the four of us? Yes. Probably uh, the person that's not an actual host. It's either you or Noah. It's gotta be. 
Other One day, Noah's going to say the wrong thing. I was about to say, yeah, Noah just toes the line a little <laughs> too true. much. The line. See, Noah would intentionally say the wrong thing, and I would unintentionally, in a heated rant, also we, say the wrong thing. If we thing. get Alex so mad enough, we can definitely get him to say <laughs> That's true. Just wait, thing. man. Just wait till Roman does something bro. stupid at Survivor Series. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow a gas. LA Knight overrated, bro. Ooh, That's not funny. Man, <laughs> man. Them words. Look, I, I'll War leave you in Birmingham. Watch. Nah, man. Get out of here. Um, all right. I don't think any of you prepared for this, but we're going to ask anyway. What's your favorite memory and or episode that we've Ooh. been on so far? Oh, Let's easy. Go. What? Easy. Noah not knowing what a schism is. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> I think it might be Noah's it, favorite. It lives, it lives, it lives in my head all the time. I just uh, keep replaying it. <laughs> what is a schism? <laughs> I think you meant the isms. Um, <laughs> that that is an all timer, isn't it? Oh my god. Uh, That's what, top two and eight two. One right? of my favorites <laughs> is definitely Alice calling Roman Reigns a terrorist war. Warlord, warlord yeah. cousin, or something yeah. like that. Your terrorist warlord cousin, who you were fine with forever now. Uh, That's got to be one of my favorites. Was I wrong? That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. Um, that's I, I'm proud to, to have created a moment, I suppose. Uh, mine is going to be more recent. It might be only be, oh, my this is recently biased, but you saying uh, Nuge in, re- in reference to up. New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with these yeah. titles. It He's was, right. That, He's that, right, and he say a, it. <laughs> an all-timer just for me, only because I thought Cooper was going to agree with you, <laughs> and the shock that I felt when he's like, no, we don't say that. That sent me <laughs> off my chair. Oh, no, a man on an island. I, I rarely tear up laughing, and I, I was crying just, just a smidge during that. That was so funny. <laughs> but also... um. The whole uh, song theme song, song tournament. Song bracket. We did. We did actually did a th- wrestling theme songs of beat drop today. So there you go. I mean, the theme song card was so fun. Like that. That's just because it's. I think that's one of the beauties of wrestling. You can sit there and talk about theme songs for five and a half episodes, and it's fun. Alex, I've seen the fire before. Okay, come on now. That was a good one. Wait. <laughs> when you were like trying to argue for Kane, I forgot oh, about yeah, that. And you're right. like, and he's Cooper's like, no, it's not as good. And you're like, but have you seen him do it with the fire? And he's like, bro, I've Dude, seen it when live. it sinks up with yeah, him. When, when it he sinks up, come on now. Oh um, my god, I actually, I actually forgot about of the many. My my core memory of that is the the uh, mic creaking over back and yeah, forth because I had to share it with whoever was with us at that time. You had to share it with me. <laughs> That's right. Oh my god. That's crazy. No, that and then uh, very funny. We did um, wrestling theme songs on Beat Drop today in conjunction with this episode because cross promotion is key. You know, <laughs> right. as known brand right? synergy. Brand brother. synergy. Um, you're not yourself without the Snickers. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, I played Shinsuke's Nakamura's theme, and I said, you know, this is the winner. No, it's like that was the winner. No one had forgotten what had won our theme song bracket. Brother, he had I don't... forgotten the whole final four. He said Punk was number two. Brother. Yeah. Oh, I'm fifty I'm, episodes, dude. I don't remember a lot of stuff that's happened on this podcast. Um, that yeah. I think well, this was also the man who uh, lobbied really hard for uh, JBL's theme. <laughs> yeah. the so. Well, that's that's just that's bias. A, that's a famous yeah, group chat. What moment. was the top four? I'm guessing it was it was CM Punk and uh, Rising Sun, and then I thought the Undertaker snuck into the top four. Mm, but I think it was Drew. It, and... Oh wait, it was Broken Dreams. And then maybe was it Met- no Metalingus, Metalingus got out early because it had a tough. H, I think. Not in it. 
Was it was it Motorhead? I, mean, I can find yeah, it, it right now. I think it was Triple yeah. H. Right, because Metalingus got out early because it no, drew Undertaker. It, and right, I will right. never yeah. let you forget that. Look, um, um, it's okay that you have no taste. Like it's it is <laughs> well, what let's it just is. Say, Metalingus ended beat drop today as it should. Oh know? my god! Yeah, it was Triple H, Punk, Nakamura, and okay, Nakamura. that's right. Okay, yeah, that's. That's also, I think that was the same episode when I learned that uh, Goldberg's music is stock music, which was... And the Hardy an, Boys. An, an er, what, what? Oh, yeah, that one, too. Okay, yeah. That was an earth-shattering moment. It was like... I don't want... I, okay, I can't say that. Never mind. Um, It was just, you know, a shocking moment, to say the least. Cooper was either in class or at work today. I know there's no way on God's Green Earth you listen to Beat Drop, but I did play... Yeah. Kaze Nina Ray. Oh, good air, man. So. Good man. Yeah, that's the other thing. We need to, we need to do a non-WWE that would be uh, good. bracket at some point. Yeah, You get Darby's theme in there. Um, that, that's true. Get Christian's theme in there, man. I don't care. It's awesome. I love it. It's goofy. Love it. <laughs> the don't Evanescence care. cover. Um, uh, it's awesome. I honestly, some of my favorite moments are outside the show. Me and you watching Wrestle Kingdom oh, and watching yeah, that yeah. Osprey Omega match. Was one of my. That was like that was crazy. Transcendent. Four a.m. <laughs> me and Cooper are both sleep deprived. Off of like two Mountain Dew voltages. <laughs> so um, Lord. Um, Do not try that at home. Cooper's Maybe probably had home. a bunch of uh, Dr. Peppers. If you catch my drift. Um, JP knows what we're talking about. JP knows what we're talking about. <laughs> and watching that live with my Kenny Omega merch shirt that I never wore again. Right. Um, I'm like, I oh, no way Kenny wins. That was awesome. Um, I would say all the GCW shows have been great, especially the one, the last one with Noah at it. You know, Noah was definitely there. What? <laughs> you were definitely at that GCW show, you weren't were you? Yeah. You were there. You oh, yeah, I was there. You, you missed watching, it in Atlanta. You missed you a mean slice of pizza, man. Santana Jackson versus Mike Bailey. I do. I can't I do. believe you missed that match. That was awesome. Yeah. That remember, was. remember there was a match designed for Noah. <laughs> no, it was the War Dogs versus uh, Second Gear <laughs> oh, that's crew. Right. They that's right. Yeah, threw lariats and yeah, chops. I forgot about the, the one with, with two cowboys in it. Yeah. <laughs> One does forget. Cowboys. One does forget. No, I gotta um, agree with you on that one though, Logan. Because I mean, top moment in the history of uh, my life as a human being is probably when they counted the one, two, three, and Roman beat Cody at Mania. Because the sheer shock, the awe, Noah got almost sent through the floor by his own willpower. That was maybe, you know, be- benefit of hindsight. It's still a bad decision. But if you're trying to shock as many people as possible, it worked. I mean, that was the funniest. Because mo- I was like, man. The Pope's Exorcist? No, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that Rude was Edge. Come on Rude now. Edge, bro. The, the Mania was good time. The man. IC title three way. Me finally winning the belt at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Me That's and true. Noah watching uh, Daniels and MJF was pretty cool. Um, I also think time. when we went to go see AW Live. And we got the collision when Keith Lee came out. That might be yeah, one of my favorite yeah. moments of wrestling ever. That that hey, we saw Sting live, man. We, did we see win, Sting. like we um, win. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it goes. Christian Cage started his now fatherly duties with Nick Wayne in that show. That's true. That's true. We, we saw yeah. this is the show. Nick Wayne. Wayne. Don't forget. Don't forget about that. Tony Deppin almost killing us when he threw that Alabama man into our chairs. Absolutely. Great yeah. moments. Great moments. Oh my God. Really, I'm forgetting. I mean, there's there's Brad a lot. Lauderdale uh, telling me and oh, you to move. Oh yeah, to move. <laughs> it's like in a very stern tone of voice. And then you go, "That's Brett Lauderdale." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> 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 And then wow. Brett Lauderdale being in Atlanta and never looking up over uh, phones. The only Just time was when Blake, Christian, and Tank came out. Yeah. He was a big fan of the the cult of the goat. 
Coven of the, the Goat. Coven of the, the goat. Coven of the Goat. The Coven of the Goat. I will goat. not be I will not be asking the populace to scream. My my, my <laughs> I actually not. I actually did, did you hear lose that? my voice. I did. I did. It was it was impressive actually. <laughs> it was it was Look impressive. man, I do I do what I can for the people. That's all I'm saying. I just say the whole time he was doing that, he's like this. The whole and I'm like, what is he yeah, gonna there, do? There was a noticeable spike. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was like, oh, you know, let me know if you're gonna scream, I'll turn you down. He did not let me know. Yeah. And it was a noticeable spike. <laughs> um I mean, a lot, of, a lot of great moments, and we're not done, you know. Then, now, forever, as they say. Together. Don't Together. <laughs> how dare you forget. How the road the, goes on forever, and the, the party never ends, to quote Robert Earl Kane. It's a big wrestling. You know, this is a big wrestling week for me. I wrote my final nonfiction piece on wrestling. Really? As a genre. Uh, uh, on and I started it with Dusty giving the Hard Times promo. Uh, spoiler, if you're in my class and you're listening to it, sorry, you're getting spoiled. It started with the quote of Dusty doing the Hard Times promo, where he's like, I'm reaching my hand out to you. And then it ended with Drew reaching his hand out oh. during COVID mania to the uh, audience. That was a pretty nice touch. Yeah. I thought you were saying it was a spoiler alert for your classmates hearing about your paper early. And I was like, what in the – but you were talking – okay, I, I'm a No, I stupid. was talking about my classmates. You know, they listen. They're big fans. So, like, oh, no, guys, you're going to hear about what what's in my paper before it comes – Yeah, they don't – you know, I don't want to spoil it. You know, my great source of literature. You know, I'm a published author, Alex. So am I? No. When, when have you been? Po- oh yeah, you're, you're. you have a job. <laughs> no, you're a published journalist. There's a difference between being a published journalism location. There's a difference between published journalist and published author. Have you been in a book or a magazine? Um, probably. He's I did, a, I did yearbook. I don't know. That don't count. That don't what what, no, what did you do? We'll, we'll say I'm in a circle. Oh my! <laughs> published author Alex. Okay. I will have you know. How many okay. words did you write? Four. Don't worry about it. Um. <laughs> With that being said, I think we're going to go to a quick PSA break so we can actually talk about real grabs when we get back. Amy and Priest. But <laughs> we'll be back, or as you say, what? how did you misspell Priest? I don't even know, man. Oh, my you God. You misspelled Puerto dude. Rico. P-R-E-E-S-T or something. I promise you all, dear viewers, by the end of this show, we will have taught Noah how to spell. Um, no. With that being <laughs> said, to you. <laughs> we're going to go to a quick PSA break, and we'll be back with these brief messages. Viva La Raza. Welcome back to WABGL. And it has been 18 years since the tragic passing of Eddie Guerrero. Long time, man. Let that sink. Yeah. Yeah, Let let it sink for a second. Um, I mean, it's sad. At this point, it's not, you know, as it's been, you know, I I mean, I was two. Mm -hmm. I was reading a lot of Eddie stories today. There was a great one where um, he was, it was like 2004 in Orlando or Tampa. And he actually like lived in Tampa. So he brought his kids out and Vicky. And some, like, fan at a house show, like, threw a beer at his daughters. Whoa. And, like, you think he was going to react, but he didn't. He ended up, like, like you know, he acted calm and professional. He took his daughters back. And he went behind the curtain. And all of a sudden, boom, flying out of the curtain, knocked into the crowd. It was about to knock the fan's head off. And luckily the other fans were like, it's not worth it. Yeah, it's yeah. not worth it. He's like, not think it was yeah. worth it. I think it was worth I'm, it. I'm just it saying, It was man. me? You know. <laughs> if I'm Eddie Guerrero. To be fair, he was getting held back by like fans. It wasn't like if if he wasn't getting held back, that guy would have been done so. Oh, for sure. He'd have been locked in the last of El Paso. Particularly, like <laughs> people true. underestimate how big Eddie was too. Oh, yeah, he particularly was like yoked. in like the two thousands, like you know, just a like fridge, but Massive. like you know, still like kind of like short and stout. Um, so no, he could absolutely like build bulldoze a normal man. The only man to ever break the Muda scale. Yeah, that's true. With and that, that was that favorite match, match, the yeah, JBL yeah, yeah. match. And that that is a gnarly visual where that blood is like it's like a water fountain like coming oh, out. That was crazy. It, yeah, that's genuinely tough. Ugh, no, yeah, when that I was a strap match, right? That, yeah, that was that was the bull rope. No, um, yeah. yeah. What? 
bull rope mm-hmm. match, him okay. versus JBL. Because he hit him, he hit him with JBL wins the, uh... the title and he no, starts... No, he hit him with a, hit him with a chair. Yes, but it was a bull rope yeah. match. Okay, I, I, just, I just, for some reason, have a vis- have a, the visual where I didn't remember the rope. Okay, yeah, that, never that mind. That makes and, sense. Uh, the original Taker Brock and Hell in a Cell, where Taker gets, is like some of the gnarliest, like, blades. Other than, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. Muda himself. But, right. uh, um, I mean... What is there to say that hasn't been said about Eddie, honestly? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, like, for sure, like, one of the most influential uh, talents, particularly on the current crop of wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, like, you know, there's um, this kind of thing of, like, um, Ric Flair was a lot of, like, wrestlers' favorite wrestler, Mm-hmm. Um, for the group uh, coming up in like the uh, late '80s, early '90s, and and one of those being Shawn Michaels, Michaels. Mm-hmm. who then uh, Shawn Michaels ends up being the wrestler's favorite wrestler of you know all of the the um, guys coming up in like the 2000s, um, and so I think like I wouldn't be surprised uh, if now what we're you're gonna see is Eddie Guerrero being the favorite wrestler of a lot of the current uh, group of guys. I mean, it, it, it's and then just seeing yeah. w- uh, What's going to be interesting, though, is to see which one of this current crop of, of talent throughout um, uh, WWE, AEW, any major promotion, um, is going to then be that next uh, jumping off point for somebody. For the women, I definitely, and like for, I mean, I feel like it might be Sh- Sasha. Sasha. Sasha for sure, there. yeah, absolutely, um, you can make a case MJF maybe when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. I mean, already just right. You know. Right. Um, Danielson, Omega, you know, kind of are up there. Yeah, Seth probably as well a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's if you're like a younger, I I can see it like it's gonna be another ten years. You know, but like some of these guys are already like Danielson's already like people who are in this generation of fire like favorite wrestler. Right. And stuff like right. that. The Young Bucks are Billy Stark's favorite wrestler. So. Yeah. There you go. Friend hey. of the show, Billy Stark. And you uh, brought, I think you brought up how influential he was. Uh, today's the 50s episode. This podcast kind of got started because of an Eddie Guerrero match. I completely forgot yeah. that this podcast got started for the Custody of Dominic match. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. full circle when Dominic not only was in WWE, but finally had this like meteoric rise while we have started right. the podcast. <laughs> absolutely. Has been absolutely crazy. Um, Yeah, it did start over the Custody of Do- It started with two things. Me watching a bunch of deadlock clips, specifically <laughs> the Kurt Angle clips and the Custody of Dominic match. Man, because I think somebody went, what's the best match? And I went, oh, watch this, because it's free on YouTube. And, and then we put it on, and I'm like, why are we watching the Custody of Dominic <laughs> match? Vicky! That's <laughs> fantastic. Such, such great melodrama. I'm your poppy in that iconic shirt. That Absolutely. came from that. I mean, like. I forgot that that came from that. Yeah, angle. exactly, like, right? That's, yeah. It's, it's now spawned into a whole. His literally his most popular yeah. shirt is you know, <laughs> for, yeah. when he was a heel and trying to take Rey Mysterio's son. <laughs> right. Um. But no. And that theme song was so good, man. Lie, cheat, steal. So I mean, everything was good. His Starts stuff with, with the phone, dude. That yeah, was, that's what I'm talking boop, about. Boop, um, the Los Guerreros. Was that, was that tag team possible? Los Guerreros, um, Los Gringos Locos. If you want to go way, way yeah. back, him and Art Bar uh, tearing it up in AAA. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, his brief little. What I find interesting too is all of the the short stints that he did before he really uh, hit it off in, in WWE in the 2000s. Um, his stuff in New Japan as Black Tiger. Yes, is incredible. Um, 
the ECW stuff that he was doing with uh, like Ray and Hoofentude and you know yep. more of the AAA guys as well. Um, and then during the even the brief little time when he got released in the in the 2000s and went on the Indies, uh, him Punk and I think Mysterio had a match at yeah, ROH. Yeah, crazy. Early, early ROH. Yeah, he was, I think he was on the first episode mm-hmm. uh, of ROH or the first so, uh, pay per view. Yeah, because yeah. he was only gone for like maybe like five six months maybe. Mm-hmm. But like that's crazy to think like, like he was in that era and like you know like him and Punk had a match which is crazy to think about you know right right I think that was maskless Ray too yes it was oh. uh-huh. that was before Ray uh, yeah it, it was before Ray had post WCW post WCW before WWE yeah. yep mm-hmm. um, but I mean it, it's, it's influence ever I I think also he's like one of the few wrestlers I mean there's a lot of wrestlers that do that but like timeless like you could put him in any era. Almost, oh, ab- and he would succeed. Yeah. Um, and like even now, like I will go back and just watch Eddie cheating clips because they're just air him interacting with anybody backstage, and it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was one of them was like when they were drawing the Royal Rumble numbers, and it was him and Flair. He pickpocketed and, and he, him. He, he pickpocketed <laughs> number one, and Flair at thirty, and, and Flair's like joking, and he he switched it out and ran off. And then Flair realizes he's like, "Look at my number." Right. And it's number thirty. Guerrero, Guerrero, where are you? <laughs> and he's gone. Yeah. He's like, and then and then he sees um, Flair, and he's like, "Hey, Rick!" And he starts like hugging him and uh, stuff like that. It's so good. All the vignettes they did too uh, for uh, Los Guerreros. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where, those are fantastic. Yeah, uh, where they go to the mom with the baby, and he steals like everything out of, and, and then he's like, "I got the what did he what did Chavo get? He got like the one, baby." He got the baby. He got the baby. Like <laughs> it was something like the baby. That's what I was gonna say. Um, I for the longest time uh, did not realize that um, Eddie and Chavo were uncle and nephew. Yeah. Uh, because they they were so close in age. Uh, like I just assumed like that they were brothers or something. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't. I, I was like I don't know. I was like. 11 or 12 or, or like I, did, I didn't know like the lineage of like the Guerrero family like intricately and all that sort of thing uh and they but they interacted very much like you know uh not in in like a um nephew uncle kind of dynamic they acted no. much closer and like older like, brother they did that right. especially in uh WCW because like Chavo kind of got a start as like Eddie's like Eddie would tell him what to do and stuff like right, that and that's right. kind of how yep. he Chavo with a little horse. Yeah, WCW. They had, and they had a feud in like 98 about that, basically. And Chavo did have the horse. Chavo did have the horse. And he started the LWO. Yeah, for, for now being used what, like now. two weeks? Well, well, it was like a couple months, and then yeah. he got injured, and they right, right. had to you know, scrap it. It was crazy. They he spent the whole time trying to get Ray to join. He finally gets Ray to join, then he gets injured, <laughs> and they just disband the LWO. I'm like, man, yeah, come on now. That was a good one, especially because that that opening promo itself is like pretty iconic. Because that's when he like just basically says that Eric treats all of cruiserweight yeah. wrestlers like trash, and it's a shame that it, it ends up going into into that where it's just an offshoot NWO faction. And I think in hindsight, because I think there could have been a bit more done with that. But also, again, he gets injured, so how do you even really know? But that promo is exceptional. But um, with that being said, there's also Happy Birthday Ace. Tanahashi. Absolutely, the uh, the man who single handedly saved New Japan Pro Wrestling, and yeah, eight time um, IWGP Heavyweight Champion. That's um, right. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, completely saved. I wish, I wish, I could have been alive to watch like those matches. Like I am now with like Okada and stuff like that. Because I mean, like I didn't get into them. I can obviously go back, but it's not, you know, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not, it's not the same. Yeah, same here. I mean, the that series is like. 
so era defining for like the the 2010s yeah uh, in particular um and i am i'm mostly just familiar with it through reputation rather than having lived it yeah um but yeah people do not quite realize just how dire things were for <laughs> new japan in the in the two, in the 2000s uh in nokiaism was something else um you know you're trying to compete with mma uh, was not <laughs> the greatest idea. They were just trying to be MMA, brother. Exactly. They'd be like, hey, um, shoot fighter, come in here and win our top belt like right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, the greatest IWGP champion, Bob Sapp. Oh, um, don't remind me. But, uh, yeah, uh, fun, fun uh, thing, though, um, about Hiroshi uh, Tanahashi. Um, he was one of the few uh, New Japan wrestlers uh, to go over to – TNA back in the early days of their mm-hmm. um, talent exchange programs, who who was actually treated well, yeah, who actually was treated like a big Go deal. Ace. Yeah, I uh, would say this. I there was like a video where it's like TNA like best interest, and they had Tanahashi, and I was like, doesn't seem right. You know, I'm yeah, like, yeah. where's the catch here? Where's yeah. the catch? I mean, he's one of those guys that like is like a like a steamboat esque. Like yes. he's just never gonna turn heel. He's he's just steamboat the, Cena, the, the yeah. eternal like love. Energy, like you know, great just hero. Just fun loving. You could throw him in. He could be a boy. Exactly. And Dalton Castle, Castle boy. He can Absolutely. be. Absolutely. So good. Happy birthday, Ace. With that being said, Lone Star Shootout. Cooper watched some of it. I wa- I did watch some of it. Um, uh, New Japan Strong, um, which is their like American offshoot, uh, typically puts on like either like you know okay or to like pretty good shows pretty good it never like, like fantastic but it's always you know something good yeah you're always guaranteed at least like one like really good match um and this one had several um the i only watched a handful i watched TJP versus Mystico um Ooh. which for in front of a Texas crowd really <laughs> really great stuff uh TJP uh, tapping into like his lucha roots that he, mm-hmm. he hasn't quite called on in a while suicide slash manic right yeah yeah for the the real ones who, who played that midway game <laughs> um but uh so yeah that that's really great i highly recommend that um then we had back to back uh match of the year candidates um with speedball mike bailey um, who, uh, friend of the show, Speedball Mike Fr- Friend of the show, <laughs> Versus uh, Zack Sabre Jr. for the television title. Um, I, I love, it. it's the worst looking belt. But it's so I still, good. I still maintain that. But it, these matches have been fantastic. Uh, I don't know why. I hated it when they introduced it, but like seeing it around Sabre's waist with a jacket kind of grows it, it on me. It kind of works. He kind of pulls it off. Um, maybe it's just because the belt is orange and TMDK's colors are orange. I don't know. It's brown, isn't it? I mean, it's got like a little like orange in the light. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but, uh, so they did something that I never thought I would see before. And it's so simple and it makes all the difference in the world. Bailey goes for the ultimate weapon and, uh, ZSJ, uh, lifts his knees up. And so their knees bang into each oh. other it looks horrible to take like i just can't imagine how rough that was on them but it was awesome uh and then we had another match of the year candidate with uh mayu iwatani versus stephanie vaquer uh i've heard a lot versus, of good things about. Uh, uh, for the iwgp women's belt oh man if you have not been watching stephanie vaquer you gotta get on board this train cmll like, man cmll 
She's been doing great stuff in there this whole year. Uh, same with like Mystico. CMLL as a promotion is really coming into its own. Um, I say into its own. They're, they've been around for a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, like uh, it, it, they're having they're picking a, back up. a good year this year. Um, I, I only watched one other match of hers from uh, New Japan stuff, uh, which was she was in the tournament to versus for the, Mercedes for the strong uh, women's belt, mm-hmm. um, and had a great showing there. She's just like this super charismatic, like I don't know, like devil woman. It's it's great. <laughs> you gotta watch it. Um, and Mayu is such a perfect baby face, and and has the most pitch perfect moonsault maybe in the history of the business. Yes. So yeah, give give that show a watch. I think. Um, with that being said, I, I'm definitely gonna give it a watch. We're gonna go to a quick PSA break, and we'll be back. We're going to talk about our favorite things from this past week. Welcome back to WWEG. <laughs> a little bit of a, a mouth tongue twister there. Welcome back to WWEGL. It is episode 50. Normally, we spend this whole episode talking about the weekly stuff, but this is a celebration, you know, and we have predictions, and we, you know, there was other stuff to talk about this week. We're all going to go around the room, say two things we liked that happened this week, and we'll start with the man to my right, Mr. Cooper Prayer. All right. Um, the theme with my two favorites uh, of of the week across all shows across all brands um, is uh, factions. I love yes. I love a good faction. Um, so uh, first off, um, from uh, SmackDown, um, uh, actually there, there there were two potential candidates for the SmackDown one. Yes. Um, I, however, went with the damage control uh, segment. The right answer. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm so happy to see Kyrie back in, in WWE. I think she works uh, surprisingly well mm-hmm. in that style. Um, and uh, it, you know, and I say this as somebody who's a big fan of her Japan stuff as well. Um, but seeing her uh, pair back up with Io um, in Damage Control uh, over at uh, Crown Jewel, I thought was a really good moment, and I think that this is a great way to capitalize on it. I do like th- that this seems to be playing into, like, I, I don't think this um, buddy-buddy kind of moment is going to last long. I do think the ultimate end goal of this angle should be the ousting of uh, Bailey from the group. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, bring her out dressed like a supervillain, like with the, the big black <laughs> trench coat and all that, I think is, is establishing that. Um, but so adding Kyrie, I think is a, a good touch. Um, and then particularly the twist ending of having Oscar officially turn. <laughs> that made me so excited. Um, just, I, I mean, Oscar as a face is, is great, but her, character stuff and in particular now that she's like going full like you know murder clown demon um is i think more uh, suited to heel work um as just a dominant force to be reckoned with um so uh, joshi supremacy uh <laughs> ruling over the wwe is is what i i like to see uh and the other moment uh, from uh aw uh, having to do with factions um, was the reappearance and dominance of the LFI uh, yeah. on Collision. Who, boy, I've been so excited for the the weeks. They had the, the best-looking uh, video packages um, for a couple of weeks now. Um, and Roosh is such a, a great, charismatic leader. 
Um, I don't. I don't think Andrade is actually like even in it. the group yeah. anymore, um, which is kind of weird. But Sad. I mean, uh, he's his matches are are still good, and and I I like this thing that he's doing with CJ. Um, but uh, having uh, the part of the benefit of that is that he gives all the spotlight to Roosh, who I think really really deserves it. Um, and man, that multi man match with them and like FTR, which by the way, like what a pairing that yeah. I would never thought would have worked on paper, uh, but seeing it live, I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, bringing Drillistico in yeah. the full time is going to be really exciting. Um, he looks like like a bat <laughs> now with his, like, entrance gear. It's great. Um, but, no, yeah, man, like, just uh, I, the most fantastic, hard-hitting matches uh, that I can look forward to. Noah? So I'm going to start off. I'm going to go backwards in time, which I think you did as well. Uh, my first one also comes from the SmackDown Hotel, and it's going to be Kevin Owens taking over commentary for the night. <laughs> Good yeah. choice. Good choice. Go. Not only did he do a fantastic job on commentary, very, very great moments. He had uh, a tie. He, he did have a tie, um, but – professional. He ended up having to give it back to Nick Aldis at the end of the night because he – was uh, got mad at Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, the two middle schoolers, <laughs> and fought them. So he's been, uh, what's the word? Suspended. 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 He's going to be suspended, and it gets you intrigued for the next week. And I'm interested in that story. You know that Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, I really like as a team. I think they're great uh, with the stuff they do right now. Um, shame that Grayson has to fight LA Knight and probably lose, but. That's neither here nor there. My moment was Kevin Owens on commentary. Thought it did a great story, and giving him a microphone is always a good idea. What's your other one? You're gonna like this. <laughs> You're gonna like this a lot, Logan. Oh no! <laughs> this past week on NXT. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa! No, you're making what? this up. Oh my. You didn't watch your life. Oh I didn't, I didn't watch it. God no. It's Good YouTube, Lord. YouTube clips. YouTube clips. Oh YouTube clips, my. <laughs> my mistake. I'm let not familiar with the trade. Okay, okay. The, let him. Let him run down. Son. The main event segment between uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams <laughs> pretty good. was so was so good, and uh, it makes you intrigued about the story and everything. It makes me kind of sort of want to turn in, tune in next week. But the inclusion of Alexis King, <laughs> brother, if they gave this man some new pants, he would be so good. Why does <laughs> he have to go out there with the red pants? He, he's, he, he had me and then he lost me. What's funny, <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. And I was like, oh. <laughs> My thing is, like, I think Lexus, he said he never goes on, uh, uses a script. I think the brother needs a script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs a no, but I, or should I say a Reggie, you know, a script, so Reggie. Um, with that being said, I don't think, Alex, you know, you were, you were lost in the sauce. I got something. Okay. So I the thing is Wait, is wait, wait, wait. I didn't even get a chance to oh, defend my let, point. Wait, let yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you I'm just said, you, oh, you're yeah, you threw it to me, man. I'm not ta- I'm not talking about All right, go, go. Needs a script. No, no, no. I thought it was great because it gives Alexis King a little bit of a rub. Obviously, those are the two top players in NXT right now. Uh Carmelo Hayes and Neither Trick Williams. <laughs> It's the biggest storyline right now. It's it's the biggest thing that's keeping people tuned in every week. Um, Putting putting Alexis King out there and being a kind of a trigger uh, for the next steps in the storyline, I think, is big for him. And I mean, I kind of like him. 
if he, I don't, I don't like the red pants. I thought it was a weird look, but <laughs> he's got an interesting look, and I mean, he's not half bad, man. Well, I'll say this: I wish all the best for Alexis King, and I hope as someday I can like him too. But as of right now, I don't. I think he's got <laughs> bad taste. Um, that's okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Alex. So, um, I'll admit, wasn't tuning in as as I should. Not not a. Um, I don't know what the word is, but uh, anyway, so I did I did re- refresh my memory on something I saw on Twitter, which was uh, the Timeless Tony Storm versus Hikaru Shida uh, pre-match like promo yeah, that they had yeah, yeah. with Shivani that was all in black and white. Um, <laughs> 11 out of 10, no notes. I really don't have much to say about it other than the fact that it was awesome. Yep. And really, um, unfortunately, not, not to say that this is indicative of anything, but... Man, if you if you scroll the AEW Instagram for like all of five minutes and go on any post that's about um, women's wrestling, the comments are not a good look, specifically in relation to Timeless Tony Storm for whatever reason. Um, so not a huge fan of that, but love it. I think she's a great character, and I thought that entire promo is just top tier because I think else? it's uh, that was the main thing that I thought about. And I wait, I just saw something else that I that I did recall. I can say what I didn't like. I didn't like seeing the Big Show and being concerned that his knees were going to cave in wait. on themselves, but. <laughs> Um, I hope he's happy because um, I'm concerned. Yeah, I am concerned too. I think we all. My are. two things, and I'll and I'll hit some highlights on the way out. Um, my main thing is, I what was it? Hangman. Everything Hangman swerved this week from oh that promo swerve um, Pinta and Hangman hitting the dead eye off the table with dynamite to that promo mm-hmm. on Collision Texas Death. Oh, you got me in. You got me sold, brother. That's one. Um, I'm gonna go to WWE side and then I'm gonna hit a couple highlights. I loved the Santos Ray turn. It felt organic. It was really it felt well done. Fluid. Because yeah. I, I mean, Ray that. had taken the U.S. title. Santos was supposed to have that opportunity, and Ray took that from him and had a title and lost. You know, and you know with Carmella, I'm not Car- Carlito, mm-hmm. um, all that stuff. I thought that was perfect soap opera. Mariah May. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I am fine with it because I think Tony's like the top women top woman in the company right now. Yeah. And so they introduce her and it makes sense from like as a top guy who went to stardom and came back kind of a similar path. Right. For her to I just I, just, I mean, I just wish that I could get excited for a new AEW woman's signing. That's fair. Um That's fair. you know, I I just hope that they use her consistently. And lastly, um yeah. Well I, you you go and then I had one thing. Um I it's a split one, that's why I didn't say it. Creed Brothers assigned to Raw, and then they beat DIY. All right, two favorite teams ever just immediately just – I was like, why do they have to do this? At least it was interference, and the Creed Brothers looking good. They may come after that tag title soon. Um, yeah, more, which, certainly before DIY does. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, Alex? Cooper refreshed my memory of something. Uh, as I sat at work today at Undisclosed Journalism Location, um, I was like, man, full gear's coming up. I got to see what the matches are so I can, you know – Two women's. Be prepared. That – Okay, that's exactly what I was going to say, actually. Yeah. The surprise when I saw two women's matches. Look, man, it's better than one. It is better and than one. It these, is, look, man, these it small is victories. It is, it, is, it is double the amount that they had on the biggest wrestling show in the history of God's planet Earth, man. So, hey, we take these small victories we can get them. No, is we it where it should put be? Five. Okay. Put five. Yeah, yes, obviously, okay. obviously. But look, man, I'm just happy there's get two. on that show. Brother, uh, yeah. get, I, need, I need a four-way. Get us being honest here. I need a four-way <laughs> with no the story. long-standing AEW <laughs> tradition of put tradition. the four the stock transition. women wrestlers in a match. Also, man. you know Ronda Rousey's wrestling in an independent promotion. I saw that. That's good, crazy. Good Billy her. Starks good and Athena. Hey, all right. With well, that being said, I think we're going to go to a quick PSA break. We'll be back after these brief messages. 
Welcome back to WBGO on Wiggle 91.1 FM. It is time for me on the 50th episode to defend my belts the three-time, three-time, three-time to these boys, to and Alex's big fat goose egg WBGL champion. Um, we are going to predict AEW full gear November 18th, I believe, is the date. Or is that is exactly right. Yep, 18th. Um, let me pull up the trusty Wikipedia card. We've converted. That actually should be a, that's a moment. At the Abs- 50th episode, absolutely. we finally converted him after finally years. Finally coming into of, the 21st century. To be fair, you converted me like two events ago. Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> all right, well, I'm doing this now. I'm surprised you're not using a YouTube playlist to figure out what the matches right. are, man. Good well, lord. Well, you know. Well, right. you know. Let's start off <laughs> with the very bottom. Well, I don't know why I said match. Let's start off at the very top. MJF versus to be announced versus the guns for the ROH World Tag Team Titles. Who do you have and why? We're actually, you know what? We'll do bonus point if you can get. You want to do bonus point if you can get the partner right if they haven't announced it yet. I'm fine with that. All right, Cooper. Um, I'm going with the team of MJF and Samoa Joe. <laughs> yeah, and who do you have to win? MJF and Samoa Joe. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was what? understood. Yeah, okay. I, that, okay. <laughs> like okay. I was doing a two and one kind of thing. Okay. Okay. Um, I have MJF and Caster. Ooh. All right. All right. This oh, they also win, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is really tough because I I really want the Guns to win because I think Bullet Club Gold's awesome as Guns as, up as is well established. Plus, um, we're gonna get that really cool entrance. Hey, man, Fifty Cent needs to come back. But um, yeah, MJF's gonna win because I don't think that storyline is done just well. No, I think he's going to win. And who's his tag partner? Oh, um, honestly, Samojo would be pretty funny. So, yeah. Also, no, never mind. Make it Billy Gunn. Why not? Who cares? Makes no sense. I also man think of, it's, man I of he's, he's locked it. He's I think it's going to be MJF, Samojo, oh. and alternate Roddy. Um, like, if, I think if it's not Whoa. Joe, it's Roddy. But I think it's MJF and Joe um, because that's what they've been leading. I mean, like, Cole's literally said, like, the past couple weeks. Pick Joe, and I feel like that's leading. I mean, like, to... you don't have that end segment of dynamite with him. Yeah, like, looks like you're running out of friends for nothing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Maybe you do Zach um, Efron. Carushita. Hey, hey, there you Ooh, go. Ooh, that's true. Yeah. The Iron Claw. Right. It's a promotional uh, match. Carushita <laughs> uh, versus Timeless Tony Storm. Give me Tony. <sighs> I want it to be Tony so so much. I do. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think Shida. Okay. Gets it for for one more pay per view cycle, and then yeah, then Tony. I just I don't feel like TK every time he's like, oh, I want to get you to the range. I, I know. I and... I mean that's expecting a lot from t- from Tony Khan. I don't. I know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't feel like Tony. Cheetah. He says that, but I don't feel like he actually cares. So. Yeah, yeah. So that this will probably be the one that bites me. But Sheeta. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with the actress. All right. I'm also going to go with Tony just because other Tony, as in Khan, is um, incompetent. And therefore, if he were competent, he'd probably, you know, use this star to, like, be on the sidelines and not have to have the belt. But they don't do anything other than belt feuds right now. So I think Tony's probably going to take the belt. I mean, it does make sense in a certain storyline for her. I, I feel like it should, should build her up with a couple, like, single shoes beforehand. But, like, well, yeah. It, it, it makes sense for, like, that. a crazy storyline. Plus, Mariah May is going to be waiting in the wing. So I think she might help Tony here. Um, with that being said, we have the team of Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland versus the Christian Coalition, aka the Patriarchy. Who do you have and why? Give me the Christian Coalition, son. Ooh, TNA days. All right, they're Noah. a family. They are a family. This one's kind of hard to pick, honestly. Um, 
But yeah, give me Christian Cage and his sons. This one is very, very hard to pick. Um, I find it difficult to believe that they're going to have Edge lose his first uh, pay-per-view mm-hmm. match. But So I think I'm going to go with Sting, Darby, and... Okay, Adam Copeland, I guess is his I was about name. To say, who's Edge? Yeah. Yep. Who? Um, I give me Sting, Darby, and the Copacutioner, or whatever they called that move. The Copacution. <laughs> what um, did they call it? Copacution. Copacution, because it was the yeah. Education. I think I just threw up my mouth. Um, because Good I think Lord. also, I think he wins this, and then he's going to have a match against Christian for the TNT title to lose. Mm. I think that's that's the end game. But I also think. I don't think Sting's losing ever. So right. <laughs> until I see it, I will not believe. Plus, Christian's a bullet as bulletproof a heel as you're ever gonna have. He can lose a million and one matches, and people are still gonna hate him. So Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley. Who do you have and why? I have Orange. I think Ooh. we're gonna see him get a little violent to retain it. Uh, give me John Moxley, but I want insurance on this just in case John Moxley can't compete. So throwing that out there. What do you mean? Well. Past couple pay-per-views, he hasn't been able to do anything. Okay. All so, right. I'd like insurance on this. I actually uh, concur with Cooper on this one. I think I think you go orange on this one. I think they could also run an angle of where he gets too violent and injures the previously injured Moxley after orange ran a I'm injured storyline for 100 years. Yeah, you know if they can do it, it'd be really cool. So, I'm going to pick orange. I've been burned every single time I haven't <laughs> picked orange. So, there is no way I'm not picking my You know he's your man. He, lear- he learns from his lesson. I've learned Come my on. lesson <laughs> Give me orange. All right. True. Up next, Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland with Prince. Nana! Who do you have and why? Texas Death match also. It is Texas Death, which is Hangman's stipulation. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's been the, the constant in all of those um, in AEW history so far. But there is also the element of Nana running interference. And the embassy. And the embassy as a whole. Um, but... I don't see Nana interference necessarily coming into play because they did that at the last show. So I'm going with Hangman to get his win back. Noah? I had uh, Christian and the fellow heels winning two matches ago, so I have Hangman the face winning here. Dang. Well, I got to go in my belt somehow. Uh, we're picking Swerve just for gigs, man. Hangman. Um, he has not lost Texas Beth match. And he lost. I don't think he's going to lose twice in a row. He is the ace of the company. Yeah. Um. I think that. I, and also, it, it I don't think fire, especially when him like putting the t-shirt on his baby. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't have him. And also, yeah. I don't think Swerve loses anything by losing to him in Texas Death. Like, this will just be a further proving point for Swerve. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good point. The Golden Jets Dang. versus the Young Bucks. The Golden Jets is Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. If the Jets lose, they are unallowed to ever team again. And if they win, they get the Bucks tag team titles opportunities. I'm getting the Bucks. Um, I think they're gonna cheat to win, and I, it will save me from ever watching Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho team up ever again. So I'm going the Bucks. I have the Golden Jets, the Young Bucks. Yeah, I have the Young Bucks. Hopefully, please. I have never wanted something more in my life Let's than go I want Bucks. the Young Bucks to win. Let's go one. Bucks. Please spare me. Um. I hate to tell y'all, but this uh, young upstart, Chris Jericho, needs this win. I'm giving it to the Golden Jets. <laughs> you know, I don't know who wins, but I think I have an idea who loses. All of us, by having to watch this godforsaken <laughs> match. Be good. But no, yeah. no. Um, however, the uh, Kenny's in the toilet lol storyline continues. Young Bucks getting the W. Yep. Then we have 
Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart versus either Sky Blue, Red Velvet, and it'll probably be Sky Blue um, because, you know, the Witches versus Stat. <laughs> Give me <laughs> Stat. I think Stat retained. I still don't think it's the time to take the belt off her. I disagree. Ooh. Julia Hart, she's been getting some mainstream push. Give man. me Julia Hart. Okay. They have like one of the true. only <laughs> good women's feuds at the moment. So, yeah. And also, it'll tie into something later. Okay. Um, I think that Red Velvet and Sky Blue are going to get disqualified, and so it's going to be a four-way. And then I have Chris Statlander retaining her championship. Yeah, I'm going to pick Julia Hart just because I think uh, Chris Statlander doesn't gain anything from winning. Whereas if she loses and has to get the belt back, then you can actually progress. I think something a bit more forward. So why not? Just for. Yep. The goods. Um, then we have Ricky Stark's Big Bill versus um, La Faction Ingo Bernable. Good job. Let's go. Versus FTR versus the Kings of the Black Throne, a.k.a. the House of Black. Um, Brody and Malachi. Give me the House of the Kings of the Black Throne because there ain't no way they're putting the belt on dry lease to go, okay? And I don't think it's time for FTR to win. I either see Ricky and Bill retaining or I, I think they're going to hot potato that belt around and I think it's Kings of the Black Throne's time. I, I agree. With Buddy in the Wings and Julia. Yeah, give me the Kings of the Black Throne. Yeah. Um, I also think it's the Kings of the Black Throne. Uh, so that way you have the House of Black having their, like, oh, we have all the, the belts that you want kind of moment. Yep. And, yeah, I don't think it's anybody else's time other than Starks and Bill to retain, maybe. Yep. Uh, give me Ricky Starks and Big Bill Watts. I don't care about the other three teams in this contest. You, I, I swear, I swear, Tony, please let them win. Please, God, this is my team. This is all I want in life is to be Ricky Starks and Big Bill Watts. Not a lot of time left. Um, it's got to be, it's gotta be uh, the Kings of the Black Throne because I hope they realize the error of their ways when they took the trio's titles off of them earlier. So hopefully uh, they can rectify right. that. MJF, Jay White, who do you have and why? MJF. Uh, because I mean, uh, Jay Jay has plenty of time Wait. left, and uh, uh, MJF is gonna lose to Adam Cole, and so he can't lose to anybody else. Go ahead, Noah. MJF. Um, MJF, but the storyline progresses. Um, yeah, there's no way he's not holding that title in Worlds and in Long Island. As much as I would like to see Jay White win it, it's gonna be MJF. And with that being said, if I can find the outro. On our little soundboard here. 50 episodes, man. 50 episodes, baby. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. WWE Channel, we go 91.1 FM. This has been it for up this week. We will not be back next week because next week we'll be back week after. Um, if you want to follow us on all the podcasts, whatever the choice you can, we should have the episode up the next day. We're always Mondays at 9 o'clock. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at Philo Hurst. You can follow Alice at Alex Houston. You can follow Noah at Noah underscore Phil. Cooper, words of wisdom. Good job, WWEGL. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> right. um, with that being said, for episode 50, good night, goodbye, oh. mwah, and good night, bang!